0: So a lot of people ask me, why, why am I always clearing mucus out of my throat? And why am I so phlegmy or it just feels like a lump? Like I have something, like I, like I have a squirrel in my throat. Like I don't remember a squirrel running at my face. So explain to me what is happening. So if you're dealing with this, in this video, you're not only going to understand why you might be having a lot of mucus or phlegm in your throat, but you're going to know the steps you can take to fix it. Let's get at it. TC Hill is not a doctor and does not claim to be a doctor or licensed in any type of medical field. Don't be an idiot and use anything heard on the show as medical advice. This information should be used for educational purposes only, and you should contact your doctor for any medical advice. Not get off me. So, if you're dealing with this overly mucus, phlegmy type situation, let us know in the comments what symptoms you experience, because it can really be different from person to person. A lot of people feel like they have to clear their throat all the time or they have that lump in their throat like we were talking about. Some people will deal with a chronic cough where the cough is significant and they will be hacking up a lot and people will think, well, that person's about to die. And this really isn't a time when you wanna be out in public having to cough all the time. People are thinking, oh man, this person's going to pandemic all over me, get him out of here. But that's a really common symptom with this. Some people will get really hoarse or they'll even lose their voice. I had this issue and I lost my voice for eight years. I'm going to let you know, you don't want to lose your voice for eight years. So if you want to hear more about that, we'll put a link in the video below of my story of how I lost my voice for so long and and what was going on. Now for this issue, it is possible that someone could have an allergy or they could be having a sinus infection where it's dripping down into the vocal cords and in that throat area and creating that mucus situation. But for most people that are experiencing this, it's going to be some type of reflux, GERD, or LPR situation. And I know that these are all different and people think, oh, I don't have reflux, I got LPR. LPR is way more fancy than reflux because it's silent. But just understand that my view on these is that they're all the same. And it just depends on where you're experiencing the discomfort. LPR comes a little bit further up into the throat, into the vocal cord area, and a lot of times the person won't feel that discomfort in their chest at all. And a lot of times it's just a matter of those cells and those tissues changing because of the irritation, and so we just don't feel that anymore, but that doesn't mean the acid's not coming up. But a lot of people that experience any of these symptoms that we're talking about will have them magnify at night, like if they lie down, because that acid can come up a little bit easier. So here's what's going on when acid is coming back up the esophagus, whether it's giving you heartburn or GERD, or whether it's coming all the way up and burning your vocal cords or your larynx, that mucus is showing up to be a barrier. It's there to help you out. It's there to coat those delicate tissues so that the acid doesn't damage them. And for a while, it works really well, and then some people can't keep up with the mucus production. and They just start to burn up their vocal cords and they lose their voice for eight years and that kind of situations. But because some people just have this mucus phlegmy issue or a chronic cough or a lump type thing and they're not having any heartburn, they think that it's not reflux because they're not feeling any type of burning situation. But in most cases, here's how it works. When we eat food, our stomach makes hydrochloric acid or stomach acid. And that stomach acid is there to break down our food. Did you know that's why we eat food? We eat food to access the nutrients and minerals in that food. So to do that we really got to break it down and that's what the stomach acid helps us do. But when there's not enough stomach acid there then we get a lot of problems and it's very common for someone not to be making enough stomach acid. As a matter of fact the solution for this phlegmy mucus stuff that most people will will go towards is some type of PPI or antacid situation that turns off that stomach acid. Now the acid is not coming back up and burning them and oh well, that's better. That worked out really well, but for a lot of people, it doesn't really help at all, and and you're going to understand why in this video. So acid reflux is not caused by having too much stomach acid like we're told by advertisers. Acid reflux is caused by not having enough stomach acid in most cases. So when the food comes in, this little valve opens up at the bottom of the esophagus. It's called the lower esophageal sphincter and food comes in and then when we acidify that food and the food becomes acidic enough, it triggers this valve to close again. So the problem is that valve doesn't close unless it's signaled by an adequate amount of stomach acid. When it seals, acid doesn't come up and we don't get burned. But if someone's just making a small amount of stomach acid, then that signal doesn't happen. The valve doesn't close and that small amount of acid that we have is coming back up and frying us. So this creates discomfort for a lot of people, but for some, it just sends the signal like, hey, we need some mucus here. Can we get some coating? Can we get a little bit of help so we don't get fried? And they're constantly clearing their throat, chronic cough, lump in my throat, all those discomforts that go along with that. Now there can be other factors contributing to acid reflux and in the description below the video, we'll put a link to our video of why do I have acid reflux that explains some of those other factors like a hiatal hernia or some type of bacterial or, or microbe organism overgrowth in your stomach or small intestine. So we talk about that a little bit more in that video. But what I wanna make sure people understand here Is that turning off your stomach acid is not always the right solution. There's a reason that we have stomach acid. So, like we talked about, not only is it crucial to help us break down our food and access nutrients in our food, you know, we keep hearing all these people talking about this connection between long term PPI use and osteoporosis. And it kind of makes sense if you understand that, well, the body's not getting the nutrients that it needs, so it's just breaking down our own tissues and bones to access those nutrients. It's not like the body is attacking its bones just because it wants to. It's shopping at the 7-Eleven because it doesn't have the resources it needs and your body is that 7-Eleven. So not only is that crucial for us to be able to get the nutrients out of our food, but that stomach acid is also the main barrier for the whole body. When microbes come in on the food that we eat and these little varmints are are coming in, it's pretty impossible to completely uh, avoid them. And when they come in, they die in an acid bath. That stomach acid fries them and that's what keeps them from going into the small intestine and and setting up camp and raising their kids and having a keg party and getting what we call small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and that can create a lot of trouble and it can create trouble further down the line as well. So that stomach acid does more than just help us digest our food, it keeps the bad guys out. And when we turn off that stomach acid, we're just opening the door and say, yeah, come on in. It's a party, it's a great time. Let's see what kind of damage you can do later on. So we really want that acid barrier there to keep our body more intact, to keep the bad guys from coming in and creating all this havoc. The other problem is that this acid function in the stomach triggers other parts of digestion further down the line. It makes Pancreatic enzymes happen, it it makes us move the food into the small intestine, and when the acidic product gets into the small intestine, it triggers the gallbladder to drop bile down. And we need bile to help us emulsify our fats, and we need bile to be moving so that toxins can be removed from the body. So uh, not having your bile flowing is not just at all, you might get some gallstones, it's a lot more trouble than that. We'll put a video below for some issues that can come about when your bile is not flowing together. You're not going to believe them. It's going to freak you out just a little bit. But that initial stomach acid being there is crucial to make sure that bile can move and that bile even gets called on in the first place. So there's a lot of reasons not to turn your stomach acid off But once you understand that this is a lack of stomach acid and it's not an issue of having too much stomach acid, then you can just take the necessary steps to help your body start making more of its own hydrochloric acid like it's supposed to. So once you can acidify the stomach enough and that acid reflux stops and the acid is not coming back up because the LES valve is closing correctly to keep it from coming back up, then there's no need for the body to send all this mucus to your throat. There is no squirrel in your throat because the reflux has ended. Now, correcting any lack of stomach acid issues can be different from person to person, but we have a totally free online digestion course that kind of walks you through the steps of figuring out which aspects of digestion may not be working correctly, and if they have malfunctions, What steps do I need to take to improve those? So we'll put the link to that totally free course in the description below this video, and that'll kind of hold your hand and walk you through how to figure out what's going on with your unique body chemistry. For now, check out that video on why do I have acid reflux. You're going to want to gain those other insights to see if there's other trouble causing it just beyond the lack of stomach acid. I can't wait to hear about your results.